Welcome to this Psychic Source podcast presentation, Next Level Astrology, Understanding Transits. Our featured advisor, Donovan, can be found at extension 8351 or at www.psychicsource.com. A high-level look at planetary transits. What are planetary transits? All planets are moving. Even when they are not moving, they are moving, transiting, moving at different speeds. NASA and contemporary astronomy will tell you that a transit occurs when a planet passes between a star and its observer. When using astrology as a tool or frame of reference, the movements of the planets in the sky relative to Earth are called transits. All planets in our solar system are moving at different speeds through the constellations of the zodiac as they orbit our sun. Each planet has its own energy or attitude when it is transiting depending on which constellation of the zodiac it is traversing at a given time. These planetary transits through the constellations of the zodiac really do influence and impact your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. The Inner Planet Transits The planets closest to the Sun are called the inner planets. These transiting planets cruise through the 12 constellations of the zodiac in a matter of days or weeks. The inner planets are the Sun, Moon, Mercury, Mars, and Venus. These transiting planets move quickly through the constellations of the zodiac, and as a result, they impact and sway your day-to-day -day life, moods, microtrends, and habits. The Outer Planet Transits Planets farther from the Sun are known as the Outer Planets. These transiting planets can take months or years to complete a tour through a single zodiac constellation. Uranus, for example, takes approximately 84 years to complete a lap around the Sun. The outer planets are Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, Chiron, and Pluto. Because they move slowly, they shape the bigger trends in your life. Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto orbit the Sun so slowly, they are said to shape entire generations and are thusly called generational planets. Pluto is the behemoth of slowness, taking 248 years to complete one wobbly lap around the sun. How often do planetary transits occur? Transits are happening every day, 24-7. No moment is the same. When you think you have a reasonable understanding of the birth chart, 
The second type of chart to learn about are transit charts. Your birth chart is a snapshot of the transits of the planets at the time of your birth. The planets are always moving. A transit chart is a snapshot of planetary transits in real time or a time of your selection. You can create transit charts on many websites for any day and time in the past or future. What is the effect of planetary transits in astrology? Tracking transits allows astrology to be a predictive tool, a horoscopic tool, and this makes astrology one more personal GPS at our disposal for broad stroke views or surgeon-like views. For the broad stroke view, your natal chart or your birth chart is a snapshot of where the planets were at the moment you were born. In other words, it's a picture of the transiting planets at the time of your birth. This chart never changes throughout your lifetime. With this snapshot, however, you can get an idea of your moods, strengths, weaknesses, and impulses just by looking at where the planets are located in relation to the signs of the zodiac. Similarly, a more precise way of using transits as a reference is to compare the position of the planets at the time when you were born with the position of the planets on the date and time for which you are wanting to forecast a transit chart. This is such a clean comparison between the sky at the time when you were born with the sky at a given day. Yes, suppose you have a wedding coming up. You could do a transit chart for the day and time of the proposed wedding and glimpse the calm and the chaos ahead of time. Why should planetary transits matter? Transits viewed on their own, seeing in which constellations planets are transiting and what aspects might be between them, is useful for viewing broader themes that may impact the planet and all of us living here as a whole. For example, Uranus is currently transiting the constellation of Taurus and will continue to do so until 2026. Uranus's last Taurus transit from 1935 to 1942 coincided with the Great Depression and World War II, an age of traumatic scarcity and unprecedented power which uprooted Taurian themes in science, culture, and diplomacy. This was a broad-stroke influence that impacted everybody on the planet at that time. The greatest generation weathered Uranus and Taurus by living through the Great Depression and the war in Europe and World War II. We, right now, are still recovering from the COVID pandemic, and now there is war in Europe again. In this sense, transits can show us where history will rhyme with itself on a personal level. Overlaying a birth chart with a transit chart is useful for seeing what aspects may be being made between transiting planets and natal planets. This can help us think about what energies 
are flowing easily, and which areas may be more challenged at times. This is a fantastic resource for those rainy days when we're feeling aggressive and want to really make some changes in our voice, thought, and deed, and thusly changing the road ahead for ourselves. For example, when a Sun square Jupiter transit takes place, you might have big aspirations and the desire to succeed in life in a grand way. This might cause you to exaggerate and promise more than is possible, perhaps even being overly all optimistic or Pollyanna. Tracking this type of transit, whether it is a natal placement or a placement occurring on a particular date you are forecasting for, can help you stay more grounded and conservative on days you might be prone to overpromise or have grandiose ideas fill up your calendar. The most famous transit is Mercury retrograde. What are retrogrades? And do planets really move forwards and backwards? The answer is no. Planets do not move backwards in their orbits of the Sun. When planets have varying speeds and elliptical orbits around the Sun, their position in relation to Earth can make them appear forward-moving or stationary and retrograding, going backwards. All planets are always moving forward. In fact, Pluto's orbit is so slow and wonky elliptical Pluto is seen as being in retrograde close to 50% of the time, yet Pluto is always moving forward. Do not start anything new during a Mercury retrograde. The above statement is terrible advice. I do not know who started it, but they owe the rest of us 50 push-ups. My hope is to share with you something about the most famous planetary transit phase, Mercury retrograde, that perhaps you haven't heard yet. Mercury has a 116-day synodic cycle. Every planet has a sidereal and a synodic cycle. The Earth has a 365-day cycle. We call this a year. And the Moon has a 29-day synodic cycle. We call this a month right smack dab in the middle of Mercury retrograde, Mercury is conjunct with the Sun, as seen from the Earth. Hence, a new Mercury cycle begins when Mercury is conjunct the Sun. Halfway through the Mercury retrograde, we have the new moon phase of Mercury, new moon or new year phase of Mercury, and we might as well call it what it is, new Mercury just as it is customary and highly advised to start new things on a new moon or a new year, starting something new at the time of new Mercury halfway through the retrograde makes beautiful sense. Harsh transits versus beneficial transits. I'm sure you've heard of both. My sister and I have never agreed on this topic. She likes to run transit charts for herself. Each day 
looking for boogeymen. Bad things might happen. In my sarcastic immaturity, I have often called this mind-sweeping, and in my own blindness, I have stepped on many minds. I still do not like to scan for trouble. I prefer to, as I say, plan it by the planets. What I mean by this is suppose I had a project that needed some fierceness and passion to be completed the way I want. I would run a transit chart on myself for the days ahead in which I hope to start the project, and I would look for Mars transit. My point is that transits being harsh or beneficial depend on the person who is experiencing them, the mood that the person is in, and the activity in which they are engaging. And so rather than wait for a transit to happen, so you can call it harsh or beneficial, I say reconnoiter the time frame you wish to start your project and plan it with the planets. That is, plan your project or activity with a transit chart that covers the prospective days you have in mind for your activity. Whether a transit is harsh or beneficial, is really predicated by the point of view of the observer. Conversely, you will find many pieces of literature depicting which transits are bad news, but many of these are juxtapositioned with each other. Example, a notoriously bad transit is a progressive moon on the wane. This is a time of loss and retreat, which is actually ideal for kicking a habit or losing unwanted weight or dropping bad friends. My suggestion is to view transits as friends or family and teammates who come and go and then return again. You can look for them with transit charts and plan in time with their arrival or plan around their arrival. Transits are your proof the universe is on your side and constantly sending an inexhaustible stream of emissaries to accompany you in different ways. This is Donovan at extension 8351, and I sure hope you enjoyed listening to a high-level look at planetary transits. I hope you'll call me with any questions you might have, and I wish for you all the love that is mine to wish for another. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Psychic Source podcast presentation. To learn more about astrology and transits, please contact Donovan or any one of our gifted advisors at www.psychicsource.com. Dot com.